another day and it's the morning it's welcome to the morning show with matt and julia is this what you want in the morning is this what you want us talking to you we'll go let's go to the phone lines caller (laughs) you're on the air hi it's me hello i'm uh jimmy talons and i i wanted to know why why the woman on the podcast hasn't spoken yet well, let's uh, let's go to her. Uh, woman of the podcast, do you have a response? No. Same voice. <laughs> <laughs> that Listen. is weeks of improv. No, this was the one of the guy, and then no, he's different. Hello. No, that sounds like the same guy upset in a different. This was the same guy in a different room. Hi, welcome back to the podcast, guys. everybody. Guys, guys, uh, this is uh, yeah. It's Friday morning. This is very, um, this is so dangerous of us and so yeah. bold to do it at a different time. This is the going to be the freshest, this steaming, is hottest episode you've ever gotten because it's recorded on the same day and released on the same day because our weeks have been so fucked up. We've had we've had fucking uh, busy weeks, eh? Fucking busy, like you wouldn't even know, Kyle. Because um, we started this podcast being like, we had so much time during the day, and then all of a sudden we start a podcast, and then we're gone for like five days of the week. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. It's good to start these things because it's always that case when you're like, I don't have anything going on, and you have to start something because then that that like puts it out there and you know, get momentum in other ways. You know what we gotta start doing though. It's because I'm like, how do the big wigs, the big potters? Do it. They have obviously have busy, busier schedules than us. Do well, they? Duh. Yeah. And well, I guess they're making money from theirs. So they're like, they you right. think that's it? Do you think we're not making money from this? So we're like, let's. It's lower well, on the had totem. Sponsors and shit, and like a deadline that we like. It absolutely had to be out by. Then yeah. we would. We would be recording at like 11 p.m. on a Tuesday or something. Mm-hmm. We'd but, make it uh, work. But it wouldn't sound good. I don't think it would I sound know, right. Be, like, fresh and fun and fun in the sun. And that's the thing. You were like, I was doing dick all for the past couple days. I know I was doing stuff, but you were gone. I was in Nebraska. Omaha, right? Omaha and Norfolk, which it, the locals pronounced it Norfolk. And I don't know why. Also, uh, I, I asked the, uh, I did a college gig there. By the way, lovely college, Northeast Community College. Got a free pair of sweatpants mm-hmm. because... On the show, they advertise they're like the first seventy-five students get a free pair of sweatpants, and then I, I tweeted, I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna follow this. Almost wasn't sure because I, when I got on stage, I was like, who's here for only the free sweatpants? And it was a lot of the kids. There was like a hundred kids there. Um, I would show up to any show, even if it was my favorite comedian, and they were giving up free sweatpants. I'd be like, you know what? Yeah. Mostly here for the free sweatpants. <laughs> and they're nice sweatpants, dude. And also, like, if you, if I could paint a picture of what the surroundings of this college were like it's just fields, fields so of there's not fields of sweatpants growing sweatpants well if that was the case they wouldn't be at the show getting free sweatpants you know they'd be up out there harvesting the harvesting sweatpants the sweatpants but it's literally nothing it reminded me of my college in 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 ontario canada because it's like sometimes they put the colleges just out in the out in the outskirts these yeah. poor kids have to take a 50 dollar cab to any pub in the area 
so many of these colleges we do. I'm like, how, why is there nothing around here? Why do we have to rent a car and drive two hours to get to this place? Like, cities put the same regulations on casinos as they do colleges is what it looks yeah. like. It's like, I think the locals don't want the rowdy college kids flitting about and running around their neighborhood, which, you know, the older I get, the more I understand. I truly get it. Get, I don't want... Get your teens and early, and early 20s, 20s kids off my lawn. Up horn dogs. Yeah, you're all jizzed up and you're running around the neighborhood. You're either jizzed up on, you know, jizz or you're jizzed up on learning. You're and full of way, jizz and knowledge. It's too much. And you're ruining the grass. Um, speaking of grass, we, I guess we didn't, we podcasted last time before we went to our first college gig last week. Is so that we didn't so? Even talk about we didn't even that. talk about that? So Matt and I went to a college gig uh, last week and I think we were saying like, we're on our way to this place. We won't say it. No. But it was, um, <laughs> oh boy. Bad stuff. It was bad stuff. I mean, we, we had, we, luckily we were together. We made the most of it. We stayed in qu- quite a nice hotel, which had, um, a nice little bar attached to it that had half price bottles of wine on yeah, Wednesdays. So that like, was lovely. Oh, my nose is running. They had like That's a giant a, wine cellar. Yeah, it was gorgeous. It was like for being out in the middle of, wait, what's we're in, like, Buffalo. Buffalo. That's right. I forgot where we were. But the gig itself, vey. so we get there and it's in like a massive atrium yeah huge it's lit a- like a dentist office yes and there's like uh, a second level kind of like on the perimeter of the atrium i guess and then behind the atrium is sort of like a open concept computer lab it's very bad <laughs> and so matt goes up and i've i they they all felt just like sarcastic sort of like low-key bullies yeah the kids there's like 20 of them and it was yeah. free chicken wings and pizza yeah which I get, you know, we're we're intruding in your space. As much as like some college kids are like, oh, I hate college. I don't like being here, blah, blah, blah. But it's like if a stranger wanders onto your land, there's something primal that happens in their brain where you're like, who are you? And, and also you're trying to make me laugh. But get like, fucked. Also, I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. So they're probably like, like a, get the fuck out of here. Coming to your town to entertain you. You ain't got nothing else going on. But they clearly were like, you get free pizza and chicken wings. But they only gave them a bit. And they're like, after the show, then you can get more. So that they was the funniest part. they were just saying, like, <laughs> being held hostage. They got a taste of this sweet, sweet sauce. And I, so Matt was on, like, you know, not doing his best. I mean, you were doing I your same great jokes, but it just... was killing. They were staring at you because you, you were set up to fail. It was and, very bad. And then there's this guy in the computer lab who's just like, I just hear like, boo, boo. <laughs> and then I march over and I was like, excuse me, sir. I'm like, you got something to say? You got something? And he was like, ooh. He was like this big, tough looking kid too. And I was like, <laughs> just screaming at him. Excuse me, sir. And I'm like, like you get up there, yeah. I didn't think so. <gasps> and then I went up and um, did not, you know, it was fine. And then maybe five minutes into my set, this woman comes out from the second floor and she's like, "Excuse me, hi. I'm trying to teach a class, and all I can hear is you. Can you keep it down?" <laughs> That's the best. And I'm just like, I, I was, I'm, I'm paid to be here. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. That was like the biggest laugh. I was like, ooh, did I just get in trouble? I never got in trouble in school. And the kids were like, yay. And then I'm like, back to my jokes. And they're like, no. That I'm so happy that happened. I'm happy something weird happened. And it just kept getting worse and worse. And at that point, I was like, all right. There's, I, there's nothing I can do here. And um, there was one girl, bless her heart, who was literally smiling and enjoying it the whole time. And she was the reason I didn't just walk out 
yeah. into traffic. One woman's smile made right? it all the while. She's Isn't lovely. It and is there crocodile? something? Maybe you can fill in on this, but is there something talking with the to word, me? Uh, no, our listeners. Oh, okay. With the word daddy, is that a trend? Yeah. Is this what you want? Is daddy? Because Matt has like a daddy long legs joke and he would be like, yeah, daddy's a weird name for spider. People are like, oh my God, like yeah. losing their I minds. barely got the second syllable in the word daddy out and th- these like this table of dudes, bros, lost their mind and were like rolling their eyes and laughing at me. I'm like, I don't know what, if there's like a popular rap song out lately that has daddy in it in a, a negative way. I don't know if maybe daddy long legs are, you know. People are losing their minds over daddy. Ugh. I just, it makes me think of when comedians came to In my cars college. and got coffee. Comedians <laughs> came to colleges and got cucked. No. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, it reminded me of that too. Because we had, I remember wandering into my cafeteria in my college and there was a comic. They're like, a comedy show is going to start. Also, what a nightmare now being a comedian for a while for that comic. And he was like a kind of like a comic slash motivational relationship speaker. Oh, my God. And it was like it might have been 1130 in in the morning. And I'm just sitting there in between classes, drinking a coffee, eating a breakfast sandwich. And he's starting and kids are yelling stuff at him, throwing stuff at him. And he still he powered through like an hour. Yeah, because if he does anything and he gets in shit. Yeah, it's like. It's awful. A most lot of college, gigs, you're set up to fail. Most college gigs should be, uh, you fly to the gig, and there should be a ceremony where you receive a check, and <laughs> then you leave. <laughs> like, Or you, you should just like talk, be like, okay, which five of you kids aren't assholes and actually want to just chat with a comedian? Yeah. The rest of you meanies, go home. Yeah, do you want to play, uh, you know, a, a round of... Uh, Oh God! What's the name? What's the the card the card game I'm thinking of that you played at lunch in, in euchre? high school? Yeah, you want to play euchre? <laughs> oh my God! Uh, you can play a round of euchre with a comedian. One round. Also, I'm not not to say that everybody who comes to college gig is not great. There are a lot of people who are so appreciative of it, or it's their first comedy show, and they don't like. There, it's 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 weird for them too because it's very again, confusing. Time. It's weird for an audience to be in that scenario where they're like. This doesn't feel like a place where I can and should laugh, especially when a teacher is coming by and shushing everybody. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's uh, people book comedy shows like music shows, and they're not the same at all. They're not? No, they are not. Because it's, I mean, it seems obvious, but musicians, like a band can play, and you can talk during the band. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Comedy show has to be a very, it's a very delicate environment. Like, and I told I mean, you. I still don't think you should talk during a band, but at least like. You can. And it won't ruin bit. the show. Yeah. Like the band's not going to stop and be like, hey, can you not? Right. During this, I'm almost done the song. Like mm-hmm. you ruin the end of the song. But it's, I was saying, I was like, I've been, we've been doing college gigs for 10 years. Yeah. And they're, most of them are very bad because they're not set up properly. And you're like holding in a yawn. <laughs> That's how like early I'm, we're doing I'm, this I'm podcast. Not a whole, first of all, it's like it's not like two in the morning. It's early. It's I, not early. It's earlier than we normally do. Anyway. Anyway, so what I'm saying is that they don't know how to set up comedy shows properly. So, and I don't. I think it's just because people just aren't telling them, or like the general public just doesn't know. I don't know. And I or they know, and they that's just what they have to work with. You know what I mean? But even I said like at this one that was bad. I was like. This would even be better in a classroom or something mm-hmm. or an H or like a lecture room or something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, ah, you know, the lighting's not that great. And I'm like, well, it's closed off and it's not a fucking atrium. There was a janitor that walked behind me 
and got the biggest laugh of my entire yeah. set. And the janitor came up to us after and he's like, <laughs> I like seeing y'all on TV. You guys are great. I'm like, thank you. And then one of the guys, um, th- he seemed a little bit older because everybody did seem sort of like 18 to 21. <laughs> Old people. Um, but then this one guy came down who looked maybe, I don't know, 26. Oh, boy. And he came down because he could hear me from his class. So he came down to watch and he came up after. He's like, sorry. He's like, that teacher who yelled at you, he's like, I had come out to like watch. That's funny. Um, and so that's when she realized something was going on. He's like, once we shut the door, you couldn't even hear anything. I'm like, so that woman was just, just, you know, isn't it funny? insult injury. Isn't it going to be funny if like, like, and that man became the new Bill Burr. Like, what if there's, what if somebody, what if one of those kids tells that story someday, becomes a big comedian, be like, oh, I remember uh, before I was a comic, I saw these two poor comedians yelling in an atrium and it made me want to get into the comedy biz none of what we did made people want to get in the comedy biz no if anything it was a cautionary tale it was a cautionary tale it was like a haunted house uh attraction at a halloween store but then i don't know it we've done then that other college gig that we did which i was like oh this is so bad and i like it was like bring your kids to or bring your parents to like work day I think we talked about this last time. Dry event. And yeah, dry event. But then so many people came up to me after and bought magnets. We're like, you were amazing. We loved you. So we were like, as much, even sometimes when you're like, I don't think anybody's liking this. There's people liking it. It's a job. It's a paycheck. You got to do what you got to do. I'm telling you, this should be a ceremony. It should just be a thing. It should just be showing up. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. And then like such an asshole gracing us because I'm sorry we've we're gracing we're gracing <laughs> I cr- I frequently Toker grace gracing. my presence into rooms I I feel like when you grace your presence you have to be wearing something uh, blow flowing like yeah, a flowing billowy. robe billowy you walk with a limp a limp wrist a floaty you wrist walk with a limp uh, you walk with you a drag limp. your dead legs in yeah and then you grace into a room it's I uh, I'm trying to convince myself that this is all good because I'm going on. Not one, but two college gigs. Keep talking about that. I gotta blow this my nose week. real quick. Ew. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be in Texas and New Mexico, and I don't know why we're because again, I hope you can hear this horn of a man blowing his nose. I don't know why these colleges are in the, like the middle of nowhere, so no direct flights. Even between Texas and New Mexico, not a direct flight. They're literally right next to each other. Doesn't make any sense. Mid- uh, middle America makes no sense. Does that count as middle America? Also, guys, I have to rent a car, and this might surprise you. I don't even like saying it because I feel like Cher from Clueless. Not that I'm a virgin who can't drive, but like no, I you basically are. am. Yep. I I can drive. I have a full license, but I did most of my adult driving in LA because I had to, and even so, I don't do it a lot. And I've never rented a car. Never. Yeah, and I've pumped gas long. maybe once. So I'm. What is the scary nervous. part about pumping gas? I'm trying to figure that out. Let's start there. Uh, the scary part about pumping gas. Because the other day you drove me to the airport. You did great. Uh, no wait, I drove, and then you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I drove back. Yeah, I the did great. The driving part is not the issue. Yeah. It's everything else in between. What is it about pumping gas? Are you, are you afraid the gas is going to spray everywhere and light you on fire? I'm, I'm afraid that I'm going to look stupid and. You're going to put it in the wrong hole. Or, or I'm going to like, I'm going to be like, okay, the pay thing's not working. Do I have to pay first? And, and then guessing how much gas that I need. And then not knowing where the little flicky thing is to open the gas thing. I see. And then once I get there, uh, fumbling with it and then having some 
dude in a pickup truck looking at me being like, look at this fucking loser, can't even pump gas. And then just fumbling. And especially, like, this gas station near us is so busy all the time. Yeah. So trying to find, like, the right spot in there, it gets really tight. And then my issue with when I'm in New Mexico, middle of goddamn nowhere, pumping gas. Hey, Blondie, you don't know what you're doing. And then... Swear a, a driving mustache. I was talking about that yesterday yeah. when, oh, when <laughs> I did a gig and I carpooled to Danny Jollis. And I was talking about I'm like, maybe I'll wear, like, a driving wig and a mustache. He's like, I, I think that's a bit much. But, um, <laughs> but I just, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to call attention to myself be fumbling. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't want to fumble in the public. Fumblick. But aren't there a lot of, like... Um, Fumblers? What do they call it? It's self-serve gas Tumblers. stations. Full serve. Full serve. I mean, there's some. I pulled into one in Nebraska. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned I was there. Um, and it was like uh, 11 p.m. Uh-huh. And there was one lane that said full serve and the rest were self-serve. So somebody pulled in uh, next to me, full serve. And they're like, who are you? What are you doing? And he's like, I work here. You're at full serve. I'm going to full serve you. <laughs> like, And they were like blown away. I so you can look for a full serve. I wouldn't mind that. Is it more expensive? No. I mean, you can tip if you want, but it's, uh, you can, listen, <sighs> whenever you get worked up about simple things like this, not that they're simple, but they are. I, the driving, the, I understand for gas. anybody else listening to this, they're like, what the actual, fuck? yeah, because I keep trying to tell you, I'm like, there are morons out there that are doing these things. I know. I just feel so old now. Like I feel if it, if but I it doesn't was, matter age. It's like if you just doing it, if you fine. just look around, there are details that are there that are set up for you to succeed. Like the finding the gas tank. I'm and just like, such it's a all spaz. there. It's all labeled. That's the thing. You got to take a minute. You got to look around at your surroundings, analyze, and then the answers are all there. And it's all set up. Gas stations are all set up for everyone to use. I guess I get I get very nervous in places that are uh, completely unknown because I, I like to kind of come in with a plan and know what to expect. And with these places, I don't know what to expect. And it's not like I'm going. It's different. Like when I went to when I travel alone to like I went to like Washington. And, Washington. And you're in like a, like a metropolitan city and you're like the hotel is within walking distance. And I'd, I would like walk and explore and do everything on my own. And it was great. Yeah. But then when I kind of like look at the map and then I look at like the street view, I'm like, Oh God, there's, I'm staying at a La Quinta an hour away from the gig. There's nothing but like mountains and fucking hay bales. And it's, nice. it's, it's be just, lovely. this scares me. And I'm like, what? Also being like a, a woman traveling in the middle of nowhere is a daunting thing. Yeah. Should you get mace? No, because then someone's going to... Use I, the if, mace on you? Yeah, I'm going to be like fumbling with a gas tank and be like, I don't know how to pump gas. And they're like, I'm going to fucking mace this bitch. <laughs> just talk to yourself loudly all the time. I think no one's going to bother that person. I'll just bark. <laughs> <laughs> like a husky? Hey there, Blondie. How are you? <laughs> no, what if they like that? They're like, I've been looking for a dog woman. You sound like my dog. I'm going to hook you up with my dog. <laughs> and then I'm just dating a dog. Yeah, and you're just dating a dog. and I You call me, you're like, Julia, where are you? <laughs> Damn it, I lost her to a dog. <laughs> dating a dog in New Mexico. <laughs> That's the wedding song in to a dog. <laughs> 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 what 
You'll what? be fine on the road. See, you'll be fine. You'll date a nice dog. <laughs> you'll be back. Uh, and also, I'm just gone for five days, man. Like with these with these college. I th- it sounds like we're complaining so much because before I was like, all I want to do is college gigs, and now I'm doing them, and I'm like, oh. I definitely feel too old. <laughs> After yeah, cough it up. <laughs> oh, coughing up these stories. Because like the last one I did, I was like. I referenced some movie from the 90s and it got negative response, zero response. And I was like, who here was born in the 2000s? And the entire crowd Entire was. crowd, yeah. Because I'm like, oh yeah, it's 2020. I keep thinking that I'm 20. Yeah. I, I like somebody, <laughs> somebody in the front row. I was like, when were you born? She's like, literally 2000, the year 2000. I was like, oh, you, you don't even know about Y2K. Remember Y2K? Uh, do I? That was the best. That was exciting. Yeah. I was the only one in my house to stay up for Y2K. Everyone was asleep, and I was in the living room being like, hey, is the world going to explode? Staring at the friggin' computer. Which is scarier when you, because I lived on a farm at the time, and I remember being like, I'm not a round city, so I, can't, I, can't, I won't know, know if, if society collapsed. Just so I remember one wh- goat comes crashing through the window. Yeah. Bah! <laughs> it's all over! <laughs> <laughs> Literally at 12.01, <laughs> the servers are down! What is it, girl? Bah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the funniest visual ever. Just 12 on one on the top that <laughs> smashes. There's like goat's talk all of a yeah. sudden. See, that would be the, the most alarming part. Yeah, yeah why like, are you dogging? Yeah, if a goat said I that, you'd know. be like, well, obviously something's going on because a goat <laughs> is telling me that the servers are down. I don't know what servers. I remember we bought a lot of extra water. Oh, really? Yeah, we went to Costco. We got some uh, water, or maybe it was Price Club at the time. I made, Speaking of references that people aren't getting, uh, to, and this isn't that college gigs. This is regular gigs around town. Around town. I made a, a John Candy reference. Yeah. Do people not know who John Candy is? I don't know. I don't know. It's, I, was at, I witnessed it at one show, and, I, and I'm like, what the fuck's happening? John Candy. Everyone yeah. knows John Candy. And then I did it at like um, a mic with, with uh, you know, people of age. No, th- yeah, there were some maybe earlier 20s people, but a lot of late 20s, 30s and comedians. So you think that like comedians know who John Candy is. Yeah. And it was a lot of hmm. like, uh, do I need to bring up? I want to bring a picture of John Candy out for this joke. You know what I was thinking? If you if I didn't know the real John Candy and you said the name John Candy nowadays, I'd think it's a rapper. That sounds like a rapper. Right. Name. John Candy, young John Candy, <laughs> Big young John candy? candy, young Candy, sweet Candy. What is his real name? Last name Candy? Probably. Hold on a second. John I, if my last name was Julia Candy, I swear to God I'd be famous. I, I need to change my last name. I don't think we appreciate how his last name is Candy. John Franklin Candy. Candy. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? And he's the sweetest man. He's the sweetest man, full of sugar. Oh my God, he was only forty-three. God damn it. Newmarket, Ontario. See? Wow. Can I, oh, wait. Did we talk about this? Oh, the motorcycle outside? I don't know if you can hear it in the listener, but there's a fucking motorcycle. Well, that's not what I was going to talk about, but okay. literally the, the motorcycle <laughs> spurred up right when I it was did about spur to talk up. about it. Um, I don't think we did. So I was at the smokehouse. In the valley, in Burbank, in Los Angeles, California. Which is great. And um, who did I see? None other. Then Canadian folk singing legend Joni Mitchell. Oh. I almost said Joan Jett. What the hell's wrong with me? Um, Joni Mitchell. Oh my God. Paradise. I put up a pack and 
Um, yeah. My we, favorite part of that song is when she goes, the bad part us. She's so fucking cool. So uh, the Smokehouse, if uh, you haven't been, it's like the bar from La La Land, that like jazz club that they go to a bunch. And it's super cool. Great happy hour. I want to go back right now. And uh, yeah, she was just sitting there with a bunch of ladies and then these like two like younger men who, and by younger, I mean like mid forties. Yeah. And we kept kind of looking over at the table because they were literally right next to us. And I was thinking, I'm like, I want to be these old ladies when I grow up because they had the most extravagant meal. They were getting like steaks and lobster tails and like the chicken pot pie, like the size of the moon and (laughs) drinks and cocktails. And they were all like, they all just looked so fucking cool. And then once we realized that it was Joni Mitchell, I like casually asked the man kind of sitting next to me and I was like, is that Joni Mitchell? And he's like, yes. I'm like, can we take a picture with her? He's like, thank you for asking. We'll wait till the set is done. Cause there was like music playing. Yeah. That was a band. And then we, we, we took a picture with her and she seemed, uh, she seemed kind of like not confused, but aloof. aloof. And she was kind of like, who are these chicks? And then she's like, looks at me. She's like, do you even know any of my music? And I'm like, oh my God, of course. I'm like, we're Canadian. And then she really lit up and she's like, oh, where are you from? Nice. And we chatted and it was really sweet. And uh, apparently, yeah, apparently she had been sick. So yeah. th- this picture honestly kind of made, uh, it, was, it was like Joni oh. Mitchell's she's back. comeback <laughs> a little bit, I feel. Because people have been retweeting it like crazy, being like, oh my gosh, it's good to see that she's out and about, blah, blah, blah. So I, I'm glad that I got to be a part of that. And then some man tweeted, he's like, are these her daughters or just like clones? I'm like, oh, pervert. oh my God. No, pervert is nice. Um. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Any guy who comments on anything you do is a pervert. I mean, I do get a lot of pervy uh, <coughs> comments. What what was that? Oh, did you see the most recent one on my fan page? Someone commented "dat ass" though, and you cl- and you look oh. at who it is, and it looks like it looks like a, a like um, a realtor on the side of a bus <laughs> that was like created in a lab. Oh no! It was awful. Anyway, I don't know what I still don't know what the end game is there for commenting something like dat ass though i don't know like does he want his friends to see it do you he want you to see it and hopefully enjoy it i don't know what the end game is and i just wish everyone would shut up right you know i mean that man <laughs> that gross man with a cello has been commenting a lot of my stuff and then you responded to him yeah what did he say he was like call me crazy but i think you're quite fetching for a last or something he keeps he keeps responding things like that like oh i might be the only one but easy on the eyes yeah it's like he's in the corner of a busy room with a lit cigarette just being like call me crazy if i if i'm the only one then i'm nuts but i think she's attractive and i clicked on his profile and it's an old man with a cello <laughs> Or stand-up bass. I don't know the difference. Or a tiny man with a giant violin. Could be many things. Could be quite many things. But either way, I commented, dear God, on one of them. And he went, (laughs) hi, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no, he's going to start standing me now. (laughs) Oh, don't stand me, cello man. Don't stand stand me, cello man. man. (laughs) I don't have time. I do a college a week, and it is fine. But I am getting weak. Anyway, is this what you want? I don't think so. What are, what are some trends? What's going on? What are the kids doing? Coronavirus. Oh. <laughs> that is literally what's on the news all day, every I day. I could not sleep. So when so Matt was away, and uh, when the boys are away, the girls will play. And will she, they? Well, I did. Okay. What'd you play? Donkey Kong? 
my vagina. I played my vagina like a banjo while I, you were away. My vagina like a banjo. I do it every day. Hey, hey. Lick the bean left. <laughs> lick the bean right. <laughs> so lick it left and flick it right. Up flick it down, in the center. That is so right. Yay. Okay. So you rhymed right with right. But different types of right. You're no John Candy. Good. Um, listen. <laughs> so when you were away, I... Uh, I had some drinks with friends after a show, and then I uh, smoked a little marijuana. I started that Love is Blind show on my own, flicked it left and right, and then I, I ate so many, um, what are those called? Salt and vinegar chips. That's right. I was like a vacuum cleaner. I was just sucking them up, <laughs> and then I went to bed, and wait, why am I telling the story? I don't know. <laughs> that's what I. That's what you did. Uh, we'd start, I mentioned coronavirus, and oh, you were like, I flicked yes. my bean and ate <laughs> chips. <laughs> Yeah, that's how you're getting rid, like, <laughs> avoiding the coronavirus. That's a good ad for the virus. It's like, don't go outside. Flick the bean and eat some chips and shut up. Honestly, that's a that's a great ad for it. No, but so I woke up in the middle of the night, writhing around in pain because I was I ate so many chips and I'm literally moaning. I'm just like, no, no. And then I was thinking about these upcoming college gigs and having to be on a plane, and I just started looking up coronavirus. And getting really scared, and I don't want to be ar- in these fucking tubes of of germs. Planes, uh, I don't know if it's because I'm traveling more or because of the news or anything, but I've always found airports and planes horrendously disgusting. Me too. Like, so much that, like, my clothes, when I come out of an airport, I have to wash immediately. I'm washing everything. I'm showering. I'm not touching anything. I am sanitizing like crazy. And no wonder coronavirus is spreading, because if you watch people, even now with all the news... People are just coughing, no hand, freestyle coughing all over the place, yeah. touching everything. There was We took a shuttle, and a fucking pilot was in the back talking to some other guy, mm-hmm. and he was like, God, they say coronavirus is getting transferred uh, through money. People put money in their mouths. And he's like, I do that all the time. I hold money in my mouth. It's we like, thought he was joking, but he's yeah. like, no, I like, you know, I'm paying for parking, so I put like a dollar bill in my mouth. I'm like, I, have nev- I can honestly say I have never put money Anywhere near my no, lips. Never, ever done it. Never, ever. Maybe as a kid, I think I ate a penny once. My l- um, <laughs> I recall being very, like maybe three and the taste of a penny in my mouth. Well, I, I might have accidentally licked a, a, a coin because at the time, money cakes were like all the rage. Remember money when they, cake? When they'd put, uh, you'd put like a, a piece of money in some parchment and you'd bake it in a cake. Ew, that's disgusting though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> money. I cake. think my Grammy would like wash the money first. I would hope so. Mm-hmm. Clean, sweet money. That was real exciting when you got a money cake. Getting money anytime as a kid. We had uh, Looney Hay growing up. Looney Hay? Which was at the county fair. Um, I don't even know if it was part of the fair. Yeah, chuck a it? bunch of loonies in a pile of that hay. And then kids would dive in there and try to get the loonies. Yeah, and stab your eyes out in the mean in the in the meantime. Yeah, people. Well, people, would, kids would just be beating the shit out of each other, and also the loonies would plinko all the way down through the hay to the bottom. So you'd just be like clearing the hay. I guarantee it was an old farmer being like, "I don't want to clear this out. Here's some. Here's four bucks. Go find it." These, I feel like these money cakes just made us like greedy and weird because it was just like. I require money in my food. Right? And it was just like, oh, well, Jennifer got, that's my sister, got this money and I didn't. I'm like, you should have just, like, like dogs, you should have just made us do tricks for coins. <laughs> just do. <laughs> I'll sit for money. Well, then at least you learn, like, some sort of obedience or something and you get, like, a reward learn for obedience. doing. Or you do something good instead of just, like, willy-nilly, you get cake and money, you yeah. fucking fat white kid. <laughs> 
But also with the coronavirus. All right. Um, I only saw one man. First of all, I get to you drop me off at LAX, which is like I think one of the Your dreams biggest one of the biggest airports in the world. I think it's one of the busier ones. And there was no one there. It was so dead. It was like because mm-hmm. that's when you ever you watch these like apocalyptic movies, you're like as the viewer, you're always like, fucking, it's coming. Like, prepare yourself. Like, what are you doing? It's like, what? but when you're in it, you're like, is this, is this serious? I never know how serious to treat yeah. emergencies because I don't want to go overblown. I will I don't, say. I don't want to underblow. I don't want I want underblow. a regular blow. I want to blow regular. <laughs> yeah. How do you overblow? What is even? Anyway, overblow, you're, you're going to say a penis thing? <laughs> No, like you. Um, but because uh, before we had um, maybe we talked about this before we had like a little bit of when all these earthquakes were happening, we're like, well, we need an earthquake kit. So we have like a wind up radio and we have some extra water and some cans. Oh, of it's chili. not only a wind up radio. It's a wind up radio. It's a flashlight. It's a USB charger. I feel like you have to wind it so much. Though. You got to wind it so much. But uh, when the w- windows are all boarded up and we're, you know, fighting off the hordes, we'll have time to wind it. Sure. Time to wind. Time to wind. Time to wind, So, man. But with that said, what I'm trying to say is now, because people are like, oh, you might have to be like quarantined in your own house for like 90 days. Should we get fucking supplies? Like a bunch of fucking wine? I was going to say like some <laughs> some wine and like some uh, not non-perishables. Even like, you know, cheese lasts a long time. Isn't there a part of you, because I have been hearing this. It's like in China right now, they're still like boarded up in their homes. And How do, what if they don't have enough groceries though? Yeah, in Japan, that today I read an article. They're saying they're running out of toilet paper because people are preparing for this. Like everyone. That's sold why out. I wish we had that fucking bidet. Which is every, I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, because that's a main priority. It's like if I'm gonna be stuck inside, I better have a clean butthole. Well, then we can just shit in the toilet and then wash our butts in the shower. Handstand in the shower. Could work, except the water would run off your butthole and then down your chest no, and well into you your mouth. No, you just stand, stand, and and run it off that way. Yeah, see, that would work. Yeah, that's much better. But either way, <laughs> being held up in your apartment does not sound that. We have a lot of entertainment here. As long as the internet works, electricity's still working. We got books, we got well, video I, games. There's something romantic about like, oh, I oh I can't work and I can't hustle and do the grind of everyday life because yeah, there's an epidemic and I must stay home. Isn't that sound And I'm not nice? trying to romanticize this. That sounds no. like I'm, I'm an insensitive piece of shit. I don't want this to happen. No. But it, that's our crazy anxiety ridden brains. It's finally like, oh, I, as much as I'm like, I should be doing this and I should be working harder. I should be doing that. It's like, well, you can't. Do I you mean, think, do we you think could that's be writing a fucking screenplay or something. That's, that's going to be the next thing. I'm like, do you oh, think that's uh, because we are self-employed comedians and no one tells us when our, our, breaks or holidays well, are well duh and then we <laughs> finally it's like well society's collapsing that's i guess our, we can take a break <laughs> oh god we would probably just make a bunch of dumb little videos i would that's the thing i was like i'm think i'm getting most of my success through videos and staying at home so i would probably just do more of that you'll be just fine and well, i mean we probably build a fort we could do a lot. That's the thing. I've been putting off like so many writing projects for so long. And I guarantee you if this happened and I was boarded up, I still wouldn't write. What <laughs> if everything, what, okay, what, worst case scenario, what if it's like society collapses? They're like, you have to stay inside for the next, you know, year. Year. Say no one can go outside. You can't go to any, all the comedy clubs. We can't do comedy. 
but we're the only two people with a green screen and we're green screening ourselves and at we have our own TV show and we have our own TV show and we're green screening ourselves at comedy clubs like you're at the comedy club you know oh, what I mean bad and like we is that a fun show idea is this what you want yeah don't you, steal it yo being cooped up and then you know what's the entertainment and then everyone watches all the movies and they're like I'm sick I want I'm sick of this I want to watch something new I miss old society and then yeah, we yeah, green screen yeah. ourselves into old society do you like that, you that, that I almost called it a grocery cart <laughs> <laughs> garbage truck I was at a garage truck wow I'm gooned out of my loon Matt's gooned up man I'm fucking gooned bud I um coronavirus you probably I mean I'm trying to think of how long it takes for me to go batty inside. Our apartment's pretty nice and open, so it'd probably be a couple weeks before I really went nuts. Would we? Do you think we'd fight each other? Like fist fight? Yeah. No, I hope not. I don't know. After after six months, maybe. I always wanted to like. Do you ever like look around an apartment and be like, what would it be like to sleep there? We, yeah, we definitely make forts and sleep yeah. in like weird parts. Also, we got like a long, thin hallway, and I always wanted to like line it with pillows and like get all cozy in there. We can do that. Like build a fort and stuff in there. Also, that's when I looked up like when uh, North Korea was like threatening to nuke the states. I was like, You're what do you do a during a nuclear bomb? Well, I think we'd just be toast, <clears throat> right? Well, no. I mean, unless it like landed very near us, but. Wouldn't we, we have to like seal up the windows and. Technically, but. Yeah, our hallway has no windows and there's doors and it's closed off, so we'd have to just like seal ourselves in that hallway. But like, there's still it's not it's not a it'll still seep through in some way. No, as long as you're inside. What do you mean seep through the radiation? Yeah, won't it come underneath the doors? Well, the the big thing is fallout. So the explosion and then this like ashy fallout, radioactive like ash kind of stuff. So as long as you're inside and you're you know your apartment. Our house doesn't get obliterated by the explosion. You can you can survive for a little bit. We'd still, I'm sure, like grow multiple limbs. Still, never watched Chernobyl for that reason. I don't. Uh, it seems on a HBO. bit. Well, it's too real because it it's too was real. And real. Sad and weird, and everyone's like, it's too intense. I um, already like go to worst case scenario all the time. I have enough dark little men running around my mind. Hello, Julia. It's me, the dark. Sad, scary man. It's very bad. We'll be fine, though. I think we'll be fine. Coronavirus, you know, who my, knows? My lips touched a microphone at an open mic the other day, and I quietly said, I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I've touched so many mics with my mouth. Also, like, we're when we use them at, at comedy clubs, like, talk, especially, I wonder if they're, like, cleaning mics for, like, coronavirus, because it's through, like, mouth droplets. And I'm, that is our whole industry honestly, is mouth I'm bringing, droplets. I'm bringing up like um, wipes from now on. It's not going to be like, it's not going to be a bit like, <laughs> I'm the clean comedian. I'm going to be like, no, I'm literally, this is disgusting for me to proceed. I'm going to. Or you know this. what? Because I, I don't think that would get into all the crevasses. Would it be crazy if you brought, you could bring one of these mics. This is the same, it's the same microphone. Bring your own microphone. That would be, I, that would look better than you sanitizing the old mic. Oh, my Barbara Streisand bringing my own fucking mic? Yeah, or Bernie Mac with a gold microphone. Do you ever see that? Oh, yeah. Barbara Streisand had a white one. A white one. Bring me my white microphone. Ow. That kind of seems like it might have racial undertones. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it doesn't, though, Barbara. Oh, Barbara's a phenom. I'm getting a weird uh, 
stabbing in the side of my head all of a sudden. All this talking about is that coronavirus? Big, that's the the scary men in your head running around. Maybe. Also, we started talking about Barbara Streisand, and then you started getting weird pains. I know. Here's the thing, though. Coronavirus isn't it mostly <laughs> affecting um, like the elderly. Well, it's killing the elderly. It's killing people that are already sick and the elderly, and then all the other people in between just have very intense flu-like symptoms. They're not reporting like if you, there's some articles out there being like, here's the people that recovered from it. You can recover from it. Yeah, I, w- I want to see more of that. Yeah, but I don't think that's good news right now. I don't know what to believe. I don't know either. I don't know who's lying to me. I don't know if they're under playing how how severe it is or over overplaying. What is that the word? I will say um, sometimes because everything's coronavirus. Before that it was impeachment. Remember impeachment? That feels like it was eight years ago. Uh, and it literally was a couple of weeks ago. Do you ever go to odd news on Yahoo just to be like... Um, only when I'm writing a late night package, which I haven't yes, for a while. Which I just did. I submitted for Fallon. And I can't write a monologue. I have such a hard time writing a monologue joke. Oh, my God. Don't say that. What if Jimmy's listening? I mean, I, it was easy and great, and I love doing it. Jimmy, if you're listening, I'm great at writing monologue jokes. I just haven't done it for you yet. So here's a good one. Okay. Try to try to write a monologue joke for this. Uh, Scottish farmer fined for punching sheep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the, it just writes itself. Yeah. Just say that. I'm laughing. Hey, uh, as you guys see this, the Scottish farmer was, uh, fined for punching sheep. What what was it? What was the sheep? Is his ex-wife? No, that's, that's or the, or the farmer goes, Hey, uh, uh, give me, let me wear that sweater. (laughs) See, <laughs> we're terrible. Yeah, it's not good. There's something with wool in there. Um, you pull the wool over your eyes. Like, hey, I, uh, I, I, I thought this. I thought you were. This was polyester, not wool. Listen, um, Jimmy, we apologize. We have failed you. What's the good? Okay, here's another one. Okay, oh my uh, god. Shit, there's a coronavirus one in here. Oh no, <laughs> it's not in. Uh, jellyfish hurl venom grenades to snare prey. Okay, mm venom grenades. Let's get some of those. Rubik's cube Mona Lisa goes on sale in Paris. Oh, I did write a monologue joke. Try okay. Oh boy. Let me tell you. Do try to make a monologue joke and see if it's similar to mine. Okay, so Rubik's cube Mona Lisa. A street art Rubik's cube version of Mona Lisa is expected to sell for one hundred and fifty thousand euros or one hundred and sixty-six thousand dollars. Uh, that's uh, Mona Lisa's and a bunch of Mona pieces, and you got to put it back together. No thanks. Shit, that's good. <laughs> Mona pieces? <laughs> that's not bad. Let me tell you. Okay. Oh, shit. Where is it? Fallon. Did I just delete the whole thing? Fallon. Oh God. Okay. So you said something about Mona pieces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a Rubik's Cube, Mona Lisa goes on sale. So I said, a Mona Lisa made a Rubik's Cube went on sale in Paris for $166,000, which is crazy because no one will buy my statue of David made out of boppets. Don't ask where you twist it. A boppet <laughs> reference? <laughs> Don't ask where you twist it? You twist his horn. Nobody knows who John Candy is, and you think people remember boppets. Yeah, boppet. Twist it. You know pull what? It. I have a bop Blue. it reference you have a in bop one of my jokes. That's correct. But I also say bop it, twist it, pull it. So I do the whole thing. Yeah, and I just referenced it uh, briefly. I'm not going to lie. Mona Pieces, it's in a bunch of Mona Pieces, and you have to put it back together. No thanks. That's amazing. Jimmy Fallon, call me up. 1-800-Julia-Ladkowitz. 
Oh God. Jesus. What a crazy game. If you can't handle it, you lose. And it was it, the commercial was three kids already at like a county fair. And then some some guy, some arm just extended the bop and be like, play with this. Ew. And the kids were like, twist it. Twist it harder. The 90s were crazier. Was that the early 2000s? This is from 1998. Bop yeah. it commercial. Late 90s was all bugles, gushers, dunkaroos, and bop it. Bop it was like, because it was like Simon was before that. Remember Simon with the four buttons? It's like, oh, boop, yeah. boop, boop, boop. You just had to like follow the sequence. And it was like. It's like that. It's just the, how to stress out kids. It's like how to, it's anxiety, prepping you for anxiety. Yeah. Is what it is. It's like this is what life, life is a bop it and you need to keep up and twist it. Otherwise you're fucked and you lose. Remember Devil Sticks? Life is a bop it. I do. I remember the kid that wore tinted uh, glasses at school <laughs> would be very good at them. If you, if you devil stick, oh, you. I devil stuck. You devil stuck them? I devil stucked. I was devil. Sick. How much you can you really do? You put them. You roll them and then you go. I was good at it. And then and you also, flip it up in the air and see how many yeah. things you get. Remember pogo sticks too? You pogo around. Yeah, pogos are old. What about those balls that had the rim around them? They look like Saturn. Oh, what I don't were those know that. called? My sister had one, and I was like, I would see it in the garage, and I would always try and fall off it. I'm like, what is this? I used to jump a lot of rope. Hopscotch and jumping rope, double dutch. Come on. What Old are the kids school. doing now? They're just putting on makeup and they're Snapchatting their butts in the bathroom. That's what they're doing. I Kids are getting ruined, and I'm scared of this world, and coronavirus is going to eat us all. It's going to eat us all. Uh, and on that note, thank you for... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like our podcasts start off like pretty strong and fun, and then we really dwindle at the end. No, I just I uh, we would go longer, but I have to go to rehearsal. Matt has to go to rehearsal, and I have to, I have I, to learn some lines. I have a self tape for I a show that would shoot in Toronto, and it would actually be amazing. We have a show business career. We have show business. Have to make to bounty hunting is a complicated profession. That's oh, we're getting we're getting a call. Let's uh let's take one last call before we close it out. Bring 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 bring. Oh, hello. Wait, Hello? did I call you? <laughs> um, I'd like to know why you guys are so nice. I, I am Werner Herzog, <laughs> and I, I like this podcast. Goodbye. Very much. I did a bounty hunting is a complicated profession. I hated. Everything we just did. I loved it. That was the worst thing. What a dumb way to end a podcast. I apologize. You'll what get a full refund. Full refund on this podcast for every... Oh, fuck. I'm losing the, I'm losing yeah. the accent. We got to take an improv class. We are. Anyway, um, I Oh, I just go. got a Venmo. I tell you. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, um, we got to go. Matt's having, uh, having I have problems. a musical to rehearse. Fast and the Furious the musical. I think it's already sold out. If it's not... Shit, this is out today. If you're in LA, uh, it's happening Saturday. Dynasty typewriter. February 29th. It's a complicated okay. musical. <laughs> this is bad. Um, I'm Julia Ladkowitz. You can follow me on social media at Julia Comedy, all that jazz. My name is Fat O'Crian. You can follow yeah, me. Yeah, don't follow him at, at fat.org slash cryman. Also, please message us. We like messages. Is this what you want podcast on, uh, on Instagram? We'll message you back. Just like let us know what you want to hear. Do you want me to live stream myself crying next to a river? 
I truly hate this. I can Twitch stream it. Is this what you want with Matt and Julia? Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.